most people can't write. Most people yeah. can't write their mm-hmm. own content. Most business owners can't write their own content. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's scary, right? When you ask, yeah. like, oh, yeah, so what's uh, what's your mission? How would you break it down? And you just they, get a blank stare. You're like, know. oh, God. <laughs> like, well. Welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. While this is now a podcast, it is a little bit different because we're in a different setup. Sean, explain this place. So we're here. We're actually at Thrive, um, which is here in St. Petersburg. It's a co-working space here in town. And we're here with an awesome uh, web designer and SEO expert. Um, we have Tom Wynn right here of Mr. Technique. Hey, glad to be here. Yeah, hey. sweet. So let's actually pull up your website. So um, yeah, so this is your website. All right. What are your specialties? Because like, yeah, you're doing the thing. What is your thing? Uh, top two specialties are website design and uh, SEO. And when I say website, design uh, I usually mean website development because that all, that all gets uh, lumped in there yeah uh, web design gra- web development graphic design sometimes as well so is it mostly just um, web design work kind of here in town or are you kind of doing national clients or you know actually so originally I'm from Atlanta so I got I got most of my business I uh, from Atlanta recently I just moved not recently uh, probably three years ago uh, 2020 October 2020 is when mm-hmm. I moved uh, to St. Pete oh nice uh, for me and my wife did uh, and prior to that uh, Mr. Technique was at the top of Google for all um Atlanta web design keywords. If you typed in web design Atlanta, Atlanta web designer, Mr. Technique was anywhere in the top three uh, spots. Uh, and it's been that way since 2015, or it was that way, wow. uh, until until I moved. And then when I moved here in uh, 2020, I had to start all over because I had to change my address, change my phone number. Um, there was some, uh, there were some, uh, I guess, uh, I was like, uh, hiccups with that uh, that I go over, but uh, we can talk about that later on. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, I um, so we've we've kind of known each other a little bit. We've we've met a little bit of a few times off camera, and yeah. you definitely told me your story. Oh, um, yeah. But I definitely want to get into it because um, so so on this podcast, you know, a lot of our audience out there, there are a lot of young creatives. A lot of people are just now starting to be a web designer, just now uh-huh. starting to get down this kind of road. So so I guess take me back. When did you think of web design SEO? When did that all start to kind of come together? I guess go, feel free to go back. back to the beginning well so i'm gonna actually go before website design so uh i actually learned how to uh i learned how to code when i was like i learned how to code and type when i was 12 years old my 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 dad had sent me up uh to sent me up to uh the washington dc area to live with my uncle for about a year and uh when i was up there my uncle uh told me he said hey you're gonna learn how to uh you're gonna learn our program. I was like, okay, uh, as a 12, 12 year old kid, I'm like, okay, how am I gonna do that? And he said, here's this book on basic. And uh, he's like, you can read that cover to cover and uh, you'll learn it. It's like, and by the way, it's like, I've got a, I've got a Reader's Digest quiz that I want you to make a program of, multiple choice vocabulary uh, quiz. I want I want you to program that. And uh, and it needs to be done in like three months. I was like, oh, all right. Uh, wow, right <laughs> out of the gate, your first your first brief, your yeah, first project, yeah. boom. Yeah. I didn't even, and I didn't even know how to type at the time. And I was like, how am I going? I was like, I can't even type. How am I going to learn? How am I going to type? It's like, well, I've got this little program right here. You can get started right there. Well, uh, that'll teach you how to type. So now 
I have a question though because like how long ago was that because back in the day when I was a kiddo yeah. you had to learn like there were classes how to type and mm -hmm. whatever and you were coding and doing that at that time this What? was before this was actually before there and there was 1988 1989 oh, that's long, when I was born long time right I'm, I'm, I'm older <laughs> than I look man, but, uh, but uh, So I was I was doing that. And I was uh, so I decided to read. Uh, read the book cover to cover, and uh, I learned how to uh, code basic. And I actually did. And I learned how to, uh, before I learned how to code. I learned how to type. So I got uh, I got to learn. I learned how to type, and uh, I got as fast as like 60 words per minute or something like that when mm -hmm. I was up there. And so I I was really comfortable typing and. And then I eventually coded that uh, that vocabulary quiz. So oh. that was my first taste of uh, programming. Now, when I moved back to uh, Atlanta, like a year later, like I didn't touch a computer for uh, several more years. Like actually, all throughout high school, and then and then um, I started to. Uh, and then when I when I went to Georgia State, uh, that's that's where I went to college. Uh, I was I started out as a computer science major and I started programming again but I didn't stick with it and I ended up changing my degree to economics minor math mm. uh, didn't get a job with uh, my degree uh, and I worked uh, I worked some other jobs and one of those uh, other jobs was uh, uh, working as a A, a corrections officer or a detention officer in, in a jail in a, count, in a county jail wow <laughs> <laughs> what a transition from tech to <laughs> right uh, we've been prison jail you know it's like uh, so you're probably wondering like how do you how did you learn how to code there well um, I always had like not always um, I, I wanted to I wanted to learn uh, how to code but I didn't know how and uh, And to make a, a long story short, uh, I, I bought this book on HTML, and mm -hmm. and there was a position in the jail uh, where you had to work the infirmary, and the infirmary was just a place where all the inmates were in like solitary confinement or they were sick. Mm -hmm. It was just a quiet, boring position. Nobody wanted to have that position, mm -hmm. but I wanted to learn how to code, so I. I volunteered. I was like, I'll take that spot every single every time they asked for it, I took it. Oh. And the reason why is because they had a computer there, and the computer had Windows, and it didn't have the internet, mm. but it had uh, it had Internet Explorer and it had Notepad, and Notepad is capable of saving HTML files, and HTML files are what needed to is what's needed to render uh, a web a web page. Mm -hmm. So although I couldn't like upload images, I could I could. Right, I could type in code and then test it out on Internet Explorer. Whoa. So that's what I did. I read the whole book of HTML, cover to cover, as well as as like a I can't a, imagine <laughs> a beginner slash intermediate JavaScript book, and I and so I learned actually HTML and JavaScript in jail. <laughs> In jail. He learned web coding in jail, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, but I, I want to go back to the, the thing, like when, uh, who was it again? Your uncle? Or? My uncle. Yeah, your uncle gave you the, the book. He gave me a book, yeah. He was so forward thinking. He was not thinking about like, this will be big right now. He will be, this will be very, you know, very far back in the future because he knew this will be a big thing, coding. Yeah, at the, at the time I, I was thinking, man, I don't want to learn this. But now, now that, now that as an adult, I'm, I'm thanking him because he taught me some skills that yeah. I'm that I'm using today. 
I love that. Yeah, that's what's so interesting about code, right? Is that like those kind of fundamental things tend to come back, you know? Mm -hmm. It's I talk to a lot of web developers where they, you know, they they kind of learn HTML and they kind of ask me like, do I really need to learn this these days? And I'm like, you know, you may not, but it's like calculator, right? Uh If you don't know how to do basic addition and subtraction, you just go straight to the calculator. You don't really know. So it's funny, right? Like some of that stuff way back in those days, you probably still apply to now, I'm sure. I think it, it helps you with problem solving. Yeah, uh, with code. I mean, uh, if and if you've done code before, like you, you don't, sometimes you'll get stuck and you're wondering why, why the page isn't rendering correctly. And mm-hmm. uh, at least I've I've been there several times. Yeah, where, I was there this morning. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, what's? And it might be something as as small as like you didn't close a you didn't close an anchor tag or you didn't close mm-hmm. a tag html tag mm-hmm. uh and that may be the reason sole reason why your page isn't rendering correctly yeah isn't appearing correctly so okay so, so i'm very interested uh, so while you have this other job um i guess as you were doing it because you were self-taught right so so i guess you just yeah. kind of followed the order of the book then right i did i did i read the book cover to cover and then uh at the same I bought the book on Photoshop, and I couldn't do Photoshop in jail, but I did read it while I was in jail because I, I didn't have much else to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in one of those boring spots, which which I wanted, and mm-hmm. so I read that book, and I learned more about graphic design. So I, I learned how to do graphic design, learned how to do uh, HTML, how to write JavaScript, and then... I remember read, I did read a whole book on Flash. Flash is no longer a <laughs> long time. R.I.P. <laughs> I'm just like... I'm weird. showing my age, you know? So, hey, yeah. I use Flash too. But yeah. Yeah, nowadays, though, it's completely different with learning. There's like YouTube and everything. How do you learn nowadays? You still learn what are the things where you're getting into and how do you do it? So Google's still... Uh, Google's my friend. And I learned how to... Uh, I learned how to, uh, to query or write, search for search for terms search for problems that i'm having yeah and like let's say if i have, i'm getting like a if i let's say if i'm doing some server side coding which i don't do that much of uh, and i get this type of error i'll copy and paste the error put in put in google and and lots of times though most of the times there'll be a, a solution for it hmm. okay awesome i mean so and then you know I, I, so yeah, so even going back, I keep bringing you back to prison. Sorry, but, uh, <laughs> okay. it's, it's pretty interesting how I learned how to code. There. But um, so so I'm very interested. So so one of the things that I know that I went through, and I and I kind of know some other developers that are trying to learn right now, where you know they they do the lessons, right? They do the kind of mm-hmm. book knowledge, but the the hardest thing is kind of trans transitioning that to like a real project. Can you talk about that? Like, what was some of the real projects uh, that started okay. to happen for you? Okay, so real project. So. Uh, Prior to me learning how to do um, how to code in HTML, I was using. We were talking about this before the podcast. Uh, I was using Dreamweaver, mm-hmm. and I was using Dreamweaver, but I wasn't using the the HTML code view. I was using the WYSIWYG view mm-hmm. at the time, and and so I actually designed the whole website with Dreamweaver. That this I had gotten my first client, my website, my first website client, uh, a year a year or so before I. I, I got the job in the jail, but I I, mm-hmm. I didn't have enough work to where I could do it full time. Right, right. And while I was in jail, I was hoping like it <laughs> sounds like while I was in jail. Yeah, yeah I know. I keep saying while. <laughs> oh, no, I, I love jail. it. I love it. Sounds like I'm a criminal. But I, <laughs> I have like the nicest convict we've ever, yeah. ever had. So I was just imagining me doing it like on a full time basis or having enough clients, and I ended up I got the first few clients. Like actually, I got all my clients in the beginning, all through word of mouth. Oh, that's good. That's really yeah, good. 
Um, so I eventually, like, I had gotten enough um, business to do it full time, um, and I did that. Uh, I did just website design from like 2000, uh, let's see, 2005 to 2010. That was just website design, mm. and then uh, I. Although I had enough work to keep myself busy, like uh, the I wasn't generating enough revenue at the time, mm. uh, so I had to I almost quit like in the middle of 2010 or at the end of 2010, and mm. I had to go get a job as a as an admin assistant at a, at mm. a, at a mortgage broker uh, company, and uh, and so I actually that 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 was an interesting twist in there too because yeah. I. So I was still, I cut back to doing website design uh, part time, but mm -hmm. uh, at the job the 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 company was using uh, they were just starting to use Google Apps. You remember Google Apps? Mm -hmm. Now today it's known as Google Workspace. Workspace yeah. And so they were implementing that for the first time. So it, all it is is just Gmail with your your company email address. And I, I while I was working for that company, I that. I actually learned how to set that up for uh, for them, and when I did that, I learned how to set it up for my own uh, for my own domain name. Mm -hmm. And I was so lucky. I was I was under a grandfathered plan. There was a mm -hmm. uh, Google had a, a free they had a free G Suite account or a Google Apps account at the time. If you had under like 30, 30 email addresses, and I definitely had them under that. So, mm -hmm. so I enjoyed the free. Uh, That's so cool. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed the free uh, Google um, Workspace account, uh, Google Apps, G Suite. I don't know what to call them these days. They changed the name, but uh, I enjoyed their free account for all the way up until last year. Wow. What? From, from like two from 2010 to 2022. That's incredible. Yeah. And how much money you probably made out of that free account? It was great. That's <laughs> great. I love it. I mean, that's they don't pay. They don't charge that much now, but like it was amazing. I just yeah. Yeah. had a grandfather plan. Well, that's so cool. I mean, um so you were really an early adopter of kind of the Google environment. Uh -huh. I mean, I know for me, I'm only probably 4 or 5 years of really being comfortable within that world. Uh -huh. But you're you're very early on. I mean, you were before anyone was really familiar with it really I know I know Google Workspace more than I really care to know <laughs> I actually I have some clients that that's all I do is like Google Workspace stuff yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. So, so it's very interesting. So you were at like, uh, sorry, didn't no, know, no so. worries. Sorry, uh, Fritz, I, we don't, we don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you in here. A second. But, um, but like, so, so, so I'm interested though. So you're at the, so in both these jobs, so you're at the, you're kind of at the prison and you're like, you know what, I'm going to learn, I'm going to use the best use of this time. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I see the same thing happening when you're at this kind of mortgage broker. Uh -huh. So you were kind of like, you know what? I take, I, I could be using my time. In your, you yeah. Use I, I seem to like grab, uh, like find a, a way to like improve my knowledge. Yeah. Um, which is cool. You took advantage of it. Yeah. Is, yeah. I, I even got more uh, stories of like previous employer between the jail and the mortgage broker too. I, oh, yeah. I worked for uh, a recruiting firm for like two or three months. And uh, my job was an internet sorcerer. An internet sorcerer is just someone that does research on candidates mm. for recruiters. And mm. so at, at the time I learned how like – so the, the guy who was t training us was uh, showing us how to do like specialized Google queries like site – the site operator or the related operator. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the site operator. If you type in like site colon, I don't know, mrtechnique.com, my site. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can you can find all the all the pages that uh, Google indexes. Mm, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I've never done that myself. But yeah. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the the whole indexing thing with the the websites. Like, I'm actually like a total beginner and have no idea about websites. Uh-huh. There's like a whole magic to it because like people think websites are dead. What is your take on that? Because like I personally think they are very powerful and can do a lot of things. But there's like younger kids. Do I need a website? I actually work with a client uh-huh. who does not want to have a website. And oh. I'm like. Okay. And he's bigger. So I'm just like, it's weird. But what is your guys' take on that so far with the future of website? Yeah. Mm, I think they're going to continue to exist. I mean, I do you go to a website every single day? No. Really? Facebook maybe? Like Really? Just a Facebook app or a Facebook uh, Yeah, Facebook app. Like right now everything okay. is more apps on the phone, oh, really? you know? So like websites are kind of weird. So I just want to see you guys' yeah. take on that yeah. because I'm from the outside, you know? Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, for me, like, I, I know they're worth it and they, they have a lot of benefits. Mm-hmm. Like you can generate revenue and you can do all sorts of uh-huh. things, you know? But how is the climber now versus back in the day when there were no apps because now everything is an app everything you know Mm -hmm. traffic is only coming from instagram facebook you know all those bigger sites who are just like their own internet in a way you know what's funny is that that instagram even though instagram is an app it is still a website Mm because there's instagram.com you can go to even tiktok tiktok tiktok.com you still access the same videos on there yeah uh so um my developer told me that and I, I'm not sure if I'm 100% correct on this, but uh, an app is like a website, just under like a different wrapper. I was like, uh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Just packaged uh, differently. But uh, uh, yeah. But uh, I, I don't think websites are going away anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's interesting about websites is that they can adapt, right? It's all what you put into it. It's, That's right. It's, it's like an engine yeah. is how I explain it to people. It's like, yeah, if we create a website for you and you never put anything into it, you never link to it, it's not connected to your, then it is useless. But if you connect it to all the bits and pieces, uh-huh. it can be super powerful, right? I mean, but it's all it all just depends on what you're feeding that engine, right? Well, you have to think about this, right? Like you're, you're searching for... Uh Oh, you probably search Google, right? Yeah, Google. Google we use like Google is a website. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's true. I'm, I'm just like playing devil's advocate. I'm like, yeah, you know, I but <laughs> no, but no. Let's say like even let's take a little further. You search Google, you know, you probably searching for a restaurant sometimes. And when yeah. you do search for a restaurant, not all restaurants have apps. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're probably going to go to their website, or maybe their Google My Business profile. You know, maybe Google My Business profile is still well Google's website, mm-hmm. but. Uh, so uh, as far as going away, I, I, they're changing and they're always changing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the way I look at it is it's, it's the property of the Internet, right? And if you're only using social media, you're renting, right? Ooh, you don't, oh, I like that. You That's... don't own. You're renting a house. You're renting an apartment. So yeah. it's like, so when you have your own website, this is your website. You have full ownership. You can do whatever you want on it. Yeah. So. You can, uh, you can move it to whatever hosting provider that you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whereas if you're just posting on Facebook, you're, that's Facebook's property. They they can take your all your uh, personal stuff. And yeah, that. and the data too, right? Uh-huh. Like you, right. like Facebook. We probably you've probably seen it for sure. Even in Google, is that you know they hide a lot of that data. They don't give it, give you all the data. They for do all not. Of- I think 
Well, that's I don't want to go down the conspiracy <laughs> theorist uh, road, man. We uh, never do that on this podcast. No, I should not. <laughs> I'm gonna like uh, I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. Bar, <laughs> Very smart. Yeah, but on, on this note, like when I came in here setting all the stuff up, you know, you guys were like talking about like Canva, um, what people oh, yeah. are using, and I'm just like I could feel the the the, the heat and the passion, you know, and oh, I'm yeah. just like, oh, so what is with that now with all those cute new apps that are popping up and i am a designer now and actually have no idea it uh, you know as many things they come up with like you still have to know what you're doing for like websites like you know with websites you have wix you have squarespace you have uh weebly uh, uh you know you have to have some kind of level of proficiency to to design develop a website um I mean, there is a market for people that just want that can just do Wix websites, but I, for me, I'm I'm such a traditionalist, and so maybe it's, I'm not sure if it's a good or bad thing, but I can do anything that a Wix website designer mm. can do, and mm -hmm. a, a hell of a lot more. <laughs> yeah, well, same. Oh, go for it. Before yeah. I start, before I get sorry to interrupt you, but no, okay. same same to be said with like Canva versus like Photoshop or Illustrator. You you know Canva can't do is nowhere near as powerful as Photoshop or any of the graphic design tools. And Sean, you're a graphic designer, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I did the classical approach, right? Went yeah. to art school, read lots of books, too. I have my yeah. Photoshop, uh -huh. like three and all that, and four and five. Uh -huh. And, you know, and it, what's it? It's the same. It's really kind of the same answer as the website question, really, right? Like, when, when you make your own website, you have full freedom. Uh -huh. Like, you can just go into the back code and you can do pretty much anything. Uh -huh. Where, like, if I go into Wix, I'm like, is that in the menu? Oh, I have to get the pro version? Oh, wait, that's in this other nested menu? Oh, wait, you don't do that yet? I'm like on the support line. They're like, yeah, we, we don't do that now and you're like okay well now i just have to tell the client no and every time i get in those projects with clients there's a lot of me calling them and saying like, yeah you know how you wanted to bundle your products can't do that you know how you wanted the header to stick can't do that either and oh the menu icon you wanted to be custom i can't do that yeah and it's like so you get to this place where like you're not able to be creative right you're not able to really push the envelope at you all you also don't own that website either like if you close your wix account you can't you can't migrate that website 100%. Ooh, I did not know. Yeah, yeah and same, they, uh, yeah. they kind of do. They'll let you out export the HTML, oh. but if you ever do, um, but you can't edit it's it. a mess. You it's, got, yeah, it's, probably, it's all like nested. It's all like inline. Oh. It's, oh, it's 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 got off. And that's one thing too. There's a lot of conversation too of like on the back end of these websites, it's a mess. It's a it's a oh. code mess and it, and it hurts SEO. It hurts load times. So it's like, it's the easy route, right? That's it's, a it's, good point actually. Yeah. yeah. Load times are big. Yeah. yeah. So um. So no. So for all of you out there, don't do Wix. No. <laughs> yeah. Friends don't let friends design with Wix. You know, right? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Exactly. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Like now, I'm kind of curious though. What are the, the the worst and the best um, tools that you can rate right now? Um. I want to hear like ten tools, like Wix, Canva, or whatever, okay. and kind of rate them a little bit for what they're good or not. I know it's off the cuff, but I'm very curious what designers think about like the use abilities and function of tools yeah well I'll, I'll let you go first i'm at some cool tools i guess what are some tools you want to shout out some uh, some cool tools i mean i use like um uh, software as a service tools like bit i use bitbucket and github those are repos to to do uh to keep track of like versions of your site so if like you mm. updated your site to uh you update your site and you don't like the changes you can revert the changes to whatever period that you want to mm -hmm. um other two, I mean, I, I love Photoshop. I love Illustrator. Uh, you know, as far for mobile apps, I start. 
I've started to get into it. I haven't mastered it, but it's a pretty awesome tool. I use uh, Procreate for the iPad. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I do that, too. My wife actually makes drawings, like yeah. kids' books, and you can mirror everything, and it's, like, so amazing. So I'm a member of, like, the St. Pete uh, – well, I mean, I'm, I'm part of the St. Pete, like, ping-pong club, and so I have a, a ping-pong um, – paddle and I, and what i did is i i i drew the paddle with uh procreate and i and so i got i got uh zazzle which is um a company that prints t-shirts and i if you have like the ai or psd file and i and i upload it because you with uh with procreate you can you can save a file as a pdf or a psd yeah. file and i and i i created I wanted to create a shirt design with just Procreate, and I did. And it was pretty cool. Yeah, so I traced traced the paddle to the exact dimensions, and uh, nice. I threw in some graphics in there. It looked, it looked pretty good. Nice. Oh. How about awesome. Sean? What what are your favorite tools so oh, far? Some favorite tools that I've, you know. Um, yeah, I love the Adobe stuff, you know. Yeah. I, uh, so off the podcast, you know, I kind of shouted out Figma and I've, uh, on a couple times. You know, for anyone out there that's doing any UI's website designs, do that. Um, we just talked about VS Code. VS Code. So VS Code is such a great coding tool. I, I, I'm, a new, I'm a newly, per, I'm a new person with it. I've been a sublime person forever. Yeah. And for anyone out there that really wants to integrate their flows and, and really have stuff, do automated stuff, VS Code's insane, man. Sublime's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. I, so another software as a service uh, thing I use is uh, Toggle. So Toggle mm-hmm. is like a yep. it's like online tr- time tracking software. So like I use before this, but I started, I've been using Toggle since 2010. You can you can go see it toggl.com. But um, you can you can specify the product uh, the project that you're working on, <clears throat> and you you just hit a button like a time like a time clock. Yeah, and then when you hit stop, it'll it'll add a, add the time for you again. Yeah, I have that on the on the app here. I have hours, and I click yeah. on it, and I can like, oh, now the timer runs now. Yeah, but I'm terrible with like you know managing like, oh, I need to do this app for that, so I oh. track it, and I'm like the worst. He's so good with the calendar. Yeah, that's what I learned from him. Like, I need to be more with my time. Oh, yeah. time scheduling oh, yeah. and everything. Oh yeah, the time blocking and yeah. the time tracking and oh yeah. Oh yeah, I use Google Calendar, Apple Google Calendar because they integrate them. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah, for time tracking, I um, Toggle is awesome too. I've been I've been there since, probably since 2013. Oh, so you use as well? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, and I've jumped around to pretty much yeah. all of them. Yeah. I've used pretty much all the ones out there, and and yeah, I love Toggle because That's it's amazing because it's simple. I just love it. I love how simple it is to edit things, edit the, and get reports. Yeah. And you know what sold me on Toggle is that they're from they uh, their headquarters quarters is like in some uh, small like Eastern European country mm-hmm. and they uh, Estonia I think is what uh, the, they're mm. from where they're located at well they came to the US and I was just a $5 per, it was only a $5 per month client or a customer and they they hit me up and they said, "Hey, we're uh, we're coming to Atlanta. It's like uh, we want to we want to meet you." And they they came to meet me in person at a Starbucks, like uh, like less than a mile from my house. Wow! <laughs> and I thought that was so pretty nice. And, she, and then the person working for Toggle at the time gave me gave me a free Toggle T shirt. They sold me after that. That's yeah. so cool. I, I, it's I the little things. It. Yeah, it was. It was huge to me. That's interesting. So I kind of want to dive in that a little bit. Yeah. So so we kind of you know we we also talked a little bit off camera when we met before. Of like you yeah. you had recently just taken a, a trip to New York, right? And, yeah. And we were talking a lot about the importance of kind of connecting with your clients face to face, right? Um, do you want to talk about that experience? I guess going to meet someone that you've you've had digital communications. What with tips them. too you could it's implement? Huge. It's huge. Uh, with all the 
all the virtual uh, was it um, virtual meeting uh, software mm -hmm. that's out there today, like Zoom, Google Meet, uh, Skype. Uh, I still prefer to meet clients face to face because there's something about in person uh, con an in person uh, I guess uh, meeting that that you can't that can't be done via a phone or or mm -hmm. uh, email or a video conference call. Oh yeah. Uh, so I and I I've met almost every single one of my clients regardless of where they're at and i've actually i've got i've got clients in florida georgia uh phoenix um new jersey new york and i have two in new york and i'm about to have more uh because i met yeah. uh, these two clients so cool. in person so i I'd scheduled a trip to new york just to meet these two clients and uh, that's so cool it was yeah. huge it was huge to uh, for me to meet them and i think it was just as uh, big for them uh, for me to come up there because uh, they they end up referring me to two two of their uh, I guess uh, colleagues and uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting, right? Because you're you're probably more likely to to recommend someone that you've actually met, right? Like, yeah. It's hard yeah. to recommend this guy that yeah he's done his job, but he's mm. just a floating head. Yeah. You know where now that they met you, you're like Dude, this guy's really nice. He's yeah, a really they, nice guy. He's he's gonna handle like any of my friends. He's gonna be really nice mm -hmm. to them. And so it's really funny that once they saw your face, that that was all they need. They're like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I can recommend you to my friends. I trust yeah. you. We were talking about this like about a week or two ago. Like you, you do, you do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to always. Um, I found that years ago where like yeah, when you, when you there's so much that like you know you have these pleasantries right in email. You're like, thank you, have a great yeah. day. How was the weekend? <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. Oh, the kids. And you have these kind of and they're like, okay, but that's it. That's about all it gets to in a Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. You're not gonna talk 20 minutes about something. You know, you got to get going. You gotta. Yeah. So when you when you actually have dinner with someone you actually get to talk a little bit oh yeah you know you actually get to talk about your story of being in prison like when that's never going to come out <laughs> right. in, a, in a client meeting you're, you're not gonna be like hold on i want to interrupt you really quickly because this reminded me when i learned web design like you're never going to do that so it's like it's cool you get those little interactions right yeah, yeah. it's so cool um but yeah i still do it to this day i try to visit that's why i'm kind of back and forth between colorado and florida and i kind of tell both clients that like hey if you really need me here i'll be here mm -hmm. kind of thing like a plumber or something else right like yeah if, if you have an emergency I'll be here. I'll be boots on the ground, uh -huh. you know, and I think people like really like that idea and it makes people, especially in the world where we're all kind of remote, I feel pe people get kind of scared, right? Like, oh, is Tom just going to run away? Is he going to yeah. just disappear yeah. on me? There uh, are some website developers and uh, actually just maybe even SEO people that don't even talk on the phone, let alone meet, meet in person. Mm -hmm. It's a, yeah. it's a different it's a different society nowadays even after covid you know the mask thing yeah. and everybody's so distant and like oh yeah we, we only can do the zoom thing so people will be so weird and they're getting weirder and weirder it's like i don't want to interact with anybody when i go shopping i just want to go into walmart buy my stuff yeah. and please don't give me cash here i just want to swipe you know those people i think like they will have big issues like in the future where we are like old school it's like oh yeah handshake the whole nine yards you know and mm -hmm. I, I want to talk to somebody because like connection is everything now I did that for one month during COVID. Well, actually, when I when I first moved down here, uh, I was gonna do like I was gonna do the uh, Zoom meetings, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Nah, screw that. We're just I'm I'm gonna meet people face to face. I don't care if there's a pandemic going on or not. <laughs> yeah. No risk, no fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just do outdoor meetings, is what I did. I was yeah. like, "Hey, do you want to go walk around the park and we'll have the client yeah. meeting?" And people are usually okay with that. But yeah. you're right. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, when you it, during the pandemic, everyone went to Zoom. 
And I just noticed some clients were okay with it. Like we were still, but some clients just couldn't do the Zoom. Like they would almost shut down. Uh-huh. Their creativity just went to a zero where I'd be like, okay, we can't, the Zoom's not working, right? Like we need, we do need to meet in person. Cause well, you also have to deal with some, like a learning curve with technology because some of my clients are, aren't like up to speed even with mm-hmm. with the video conferencing software. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, um, that was funny. Like when the when COVID started, it was actually really oh, funny. That was probably that was like some of my like the biggest thing I had to do for clients at the beginning was literally d- doing that, teaching them. Here's your Google Calendar. Uh-huh. Here's how we integrate it into <laughs> yes. Zoom. Oh. Yeah, and just yeah. all those things because yeah, every single almost every single one of my client had problems early on yeah. with it. Also on that note, like that time frame was like for me the worst for networking, you know, yeah. like how I get my business from like meeting people yeah. and then word of mouth is like, oh, I know a guy, he did uh, this and that. And yeah. I'm like basically meeting people and I'm like social. And so I was struggling so bad with that. I'm like, I cannot go out there and connect in the regular normal way. And I'm like, like struggling so hard. How did you deal with that at the time? Um, I, There was like a, I was telling you, it was a month where I, I was meeting people. But I, I, I didn't feel it didn't feel right, so I yeah. started. So I, I started actually asking, demanding uh, that we meet in person. And, <laughs> I and want some, to share the COVID. <laughs> some some people some people didn't want to do it, but if they didn't want to do it, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, actually, I did have, uh, and they're they're awesome clients uh, now. Uh, when we first met, this was during the pandemic. And uh, they they came to my office and they um, they asked me to uh, they, I, I, they saw they looked uncomfortable because I wasn't wearing a mask. And I was yeah. like, "Would you prefer me to wear a mask?" And then he said, "So would you please?" I was like, "Okay, I'll put on the mask." But I was like, "But just to let you know, I got vaccinated. If that." Makes yeah. you feel any better, and then a couple minutes went by. He's like, "Ah, oh, you can take off the mask now." I was like, All right, okay. Like, That's really funny. The comfort level got better. The comfort level, yeah. yeah. After that, it, 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 nothing changed. Nothing changed. No, it, yeah. He was, he was, he was really at ease after that with me. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess yeah. So getting to now, I guess. Um, so you know, I kind of know that you're you're doing pretty well. It seems like you. I think every time we've talked, you have a a good level of client base. I think you, you're pretty funny when you talk about it. Where you're kind of like, I don't know if I really want more. I kind of like where I'm at, and, and yeah. I think that's a good place to be. So I guess you know, uh, we talk to a lot of people that aren't quite there, and even ourselves, we're always we, we yeah. need more clients. So we're not oh. really quite where you are yet. How do how does it feel where you are now? What's kind of the biggest challenge now that you kind of have the set client base? What what are you kind of feeling now? Oh, well, my biggest challenge is probably how can I squeeze out uh, more billable hours because, like, lots of times I'm I'm dealing with uh, I do the I'm I don't have a, a a big team. I have a website developer that that I use like you know on a part time basis or even as needed basis uh, um, an assistant slash Google Ads person and then a graphic designer. Uh, but I, I I do all the SEO work myself, and I have to answer the emails. I'm a, I'm I'm a small entrepreneur. I'm not mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't have a huge team. But uh, that's my biggest problem is to 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 really get some billable hours in there mm-hmm. because I've got I've definitely got enough work to do, and I I don't have luckily I don't have problems getting business. I you know we were talking about this before like. Uh-huh. Um, 
people i've had some uh, business acquaintance ask me uh before like hey have you called my wife yet and i was like no it's like and she and he says what do you think they're, they're gonna call you or something <laughs> i was like yeah actually that's usually what happens <laughs> you know? like, uh, i love that usually people people ask me for business i, I don't yeah. i'm lucky where i don't have to go door to door and ask for people yeah. hey do you want a website do you need some seo <laughs> no uh well that honestly the to be, to, in all seriousness, I, I think I, I lay the groundwork with some SEO work. Yeah, mm. and so, so the SEO is like your twenty-four hour salesperson. Mm. And so, if you, you know, I, I was, before the podcast started, I think I talked. We, uh, I asked Fritz and uh, to uh, to do a search for web design. And, yeah, and, you know, and because we're right here, <laughs> right by my office, you know, Mr. Technique's going to show up at number one, or it does because maybe I, I did have something to do with that. But if you even if you type in St. Pete web design, Mr. Yeah. Technique somewhere in the top three. Um, but the, the SEO definitely helped. But also too, like I, I just don't have a, you know, I, I don't really sell by like directly selling. I just kind of give some advice, and then eventually mm-hmm. somebody. I don't know. I just I think some of it's luck and some of it's work. <laughs> well, well, you know, I I'll say yeah, the luck and yeah, I'll say the work. But there's something for you that I do see that 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 I that is I think very obvious for me is that yeah. you put out stuff right so yeah. you're you're an ambassador for the local chamber you're you're part of like oh, yeah. uh, of all these different kind of organizations and on your website too so for people you should really check out mr technique because good blog posts especially if you're yeah. like an upcoming web guy or seo guy yeah. or anything really cool informative stuff like you you have like a cool library of, yeah. of stuff on there even links to other tools and stuff so so you're very giving even even when we met you know you were definitely there was no blocks or anything you just you walked right over shook my oh, head and you're like oh that's cool you do web design man that's awesome you're like open and awesome so I, I always feel that like when you give good into the universe it's just gonna come you back. do yeah you're right i do give and i try i try to give some advice away mm-hmm. and all my all my blog posts i write are like blog posts that solve people's problems they're not they're actually not sales blog posts but yeah. they're selling in an indirect way it's yeah. like uh yeah that's powerful for seo because people are googling like problems and they're just like how do you solve this problem mm-hmm. now you're popping up and now you're the website um expert like for instance like um stripe stripe is a payment processor and uh for those who didn't know um so like somebody wanted to know how could they um uh, how could they tack on the transaction fees uh, uh, for for Stripe so they could actually get the the amount that they asked for? Let's say, mm-hmm. you know, they're uh, they want to get paid a hundred dollars, not a hundred dollars minus the transaction fees. So, mm-hmm. uh, so they want to pass on the transaction fees to the the customer or client, and so I had to figure out how to do that. And when I did, though, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it it's a problem that that other website developers have so i wrote a blog post on it it gets a few thousand uh, visits a month yeah and what's what's cool about it because you've even told me this that you'll go back to your own website right mm-hmm. for reference which i love that i because do <laughs> i run into the same stuff right yeah. where i'm like i'm like dang it i solved this but it was like a year ago uh-huh. when i solved this problem and i'm like digging through evernote or i'm digging through uh-huh. anything and i'm just like i can't even find what i did so super smart way to just keep track of stuff yeah right? you just you just jog my, my memory on that too yeah you're right i, I write it for a, a, a few purposes one to inform to inform the reader and two to inform myself. <laughs> Sometimes I go back through because I use them as notes. Uh, some, like oh, yeah. for instance, I don't. I may not know how to uh, 
set up a SSL certificate on my local computer, but I wrote a whole blog post on it. So I was like, oh, well, let me follow this step by step. <laughs> this Tom guy's really, really good at this. <laughs> I mean, like, this brings also another topic up where it's like nowadays you don't really have to know a lot, but you have to figure out where you get the information and how uh -huh. to implement it. And I think this is like such a new skill uh -huh. that we technically know everything because we have access to the internet, uh -huh. but how fast can you implement it? Uh-huh. That's kind of like what I love about this era. What, what is your guys' take on that so far? Internet's helped me out a ton in terms of finding information because before, before like Google existed, like if you didn't know the answers to stuff, uh, it was a lot harder. Now, now you can find the answer on anything. You can, like YouTube will teach you anything, how to do anything. Yeah. Like uh, I mean, I've I learned how to uh, I think this uh, this arm. Um, like an alarm that <laughs> that went off at four in the morning when my wife stepped in the door and we it, it was a alarm system that we that we weren't no longer we weren't subscribed to but uh i had to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> quick yeah before you end up back in jail you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> just joking <laughs> back to jail <laughs> but yeah well that's i mean so so you know, we've talked about AI a little bit. We've talked about other yeah. tech. Uh, what's what's got your attention? Is there anything that you're kind of like, huh? There's something to this about the AI. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I I have a Google Bard account, and mm -hmm. I used to have a Chat GPT account. I do not anymore. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll reopen one in the future. But mm -hmm. I think you know, from what I've read, I, I get I get these publications from SEO. Uh, SEO companies and they're telling me the uses of what you can use chat chat GPT or actually just AI in general for you can you can use it to like form like a, a boilerplate of the content yeah get you started on it but like you shouldn't you shouldn't copy it word for word because there's AI sniffers out there mm -hmm. um, but what you can use it for is you can use it to write newsletters because Google doesn't index newsletters they're private and mm -hmm. Google doesn't index like uh it, well, maybe it does index social media posts, but that's not going to hurt your that's not going to hurt your website ranking. On mm -hmm. so, SE uh, AI sniffers. I think we should explain that for the the viewer. Oh, so it's like websites that uh, you can plug in. So let's say you can plug in like the the text that that you generated from AI, and it'll tell you if like it thinks that uh, you used AI on it. Huh. Okay. So, so the general recommendation is not to use it as much or modify it. Yeah, you would you would modify it heavily, like, yeah. uh, or at least mm -hmm. modify it to uh, to fit your fit your company. Because if ever, if nobody modifies, someone else is asking that same question. You end up having the same generic content. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So so that's interesting. So so you um so what made you I guess quit. Uh, GPT, but you stayed with Bard. I guess what was that decision? Uh, I got, uh, I got a little, um, I guess nervous. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll uh, restart the account later on. It'll have to be under a different email address because they won't let me start with the same one now. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can always make. I, I've heard some people's uh, takes on, it, or I had a friend of mine tell me about it, and. I, I guess I should have looked it up, but uh, I didn't. Uh, about how ChatGPT is uh, biased, and mm. and yeah. and uh, how it can it can lead you down the wrong path because it's biased, and and so I mm. I closed that account. I was like, I don't want to use it. But then, but then I had uh, another buddy of mine who actually is a who's a starting uh, 
a starting developer, and he was telling me about Google Bard. But I started thinking about you know you can't you're not going to avoid AI altogether. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, and Google already has all their information they want on me anyway. So why not just <laughs> why not use Google Bard? You know, so yeah. So I decided to use. Uh, AI from the source. You know, from, yeah, you might as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you've been on the Google apps since like the early days, you, yeah. you, you might as well, right? I'll yeah. try Google Bard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 have you integrated it in your workflow at all? Have you kind of what, what's it been most useful for you? I guess so far. You know, I had a client, and she. Um, it's a big. It's the. It's the biggest pain point with SEO clients that they they don't either they don't want to generate their own content or they're or they don't they feel intimidated like most people can't write most people yeah. can't write their own content most business owners can't write their own content <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah it's scary right when you ask yeah. like oh yeah so what's uh, what's your mission how would you break it down and you just they, get a blank stare you're like oh god <laughs> like well what, can you tell me about all the services that you provide and uh, you, you hear blank because like do you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we're doing stuff yeah you know what you're yeah. doing right yeah <laughs> but uh so the biggest pain point is to get content so well that the uh, AI actually helps solve that. So I, so I was having a meeting with. Uh, I actually went back to Atlanta like uh, last last month and had a meeting with a client. And she was asking me. Uh, we were talking about AI and content. And I was like, Hey, I could, you know, since since you don't have time to generate your own content, I could, I could get, uh, I could get Google Bard to generate some general content on your field. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can tweak it however you fit, uh, how how tweak it to your needs nice. or to to fit your to fit your company. So uh, she said, "Okay, give it a shot." She said, "Don't spend too much time on it." Well, in 15 minutes, I generated three versions of uh, a page for her. Mm-hmm. So and sent it to her. Yeah, and now That's... now it's up to her to review it. Yeah, Amazing. yeah, yeah. Same. I've done the exact same thing, and you're 100 percent right. I mean, I've had websites that like. You know, and it's funny because it's always the websites that they needed yesterday. They need it like uh-huh. really quick. So, so you go really quick. Like I'm like, all right, well, I got you a whole website, created the entire environment, yeah. designed it, prototyped it, developed it uh-huh. in a week and a half. I'm amazing. And then they're and I'm like, so where's the content? And then we wait like three months for the content. Yeah. And so I, I've literally had it totally tank projects before that kind of content bridge that you have to try to jump over. So I've done the same thing. Of like, mm-hmm. I even tell people in the prototype, I don't use lorem ipsum anymore. And that kind of tells to a lot of yeah. designers, don't don't use lorem ipsum. You Chat GPT. GPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get real content in there. If you're making a cafe website, just get some garbly good cafe mm-hmm. content. It'll at least look like a real website. Mm-hmm. When you show, I, I can't tell you how many clients I've showed Laura Mipsum and they're just like, you're but right. there's Latin in there. I don't get that. You're right. The Laura Mipsum like confuses people like mm-hmm. every time. But I mean, to me, it looks like filler copy, but they don't see it that way. They're like, oh, what's that? It's like filler copy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think in 100%, and one thing I do want to highlight for you. Um, for anyone listening is that you're honest about it. You're telling her, I'm, I'll use AI or I'll, I'll use something. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's, that's... Some people don't, don't even tell them that, do they? Yeah, yeah. And I think I think there's something to that. I think we, as long as you, you're transparent about it, I yeah. think it's fine. I think I think it's when people start to say, well, you know, I'm also a professional copywriter. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, man, stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's cool to hear. Um, so... Yeah, any questions? Sorry, I feel like I've been talking a lot. This No, I mean, like, this yeah. is, like, actually, like, for, for Sean and you. So, it's, like, you guys are old friends. So, I'm, like, I'm listening and learning. But on that note, like, my wife has a website, you know, and yeah. she's, like, in the beginning, she wrote everything herself, yeah. you know, and she did a good job uh-huh. and does the research, makes e- uh, extra pictures for uh-huh. the Photoshop and, and Procreate uh-huh. for graphics. But now she got into that habit of using ChatGPT free too much, you oh. know. So, she's getting text from it 
and it's like it doesn't feel good what are your takes on like using ai for content creation on a long-term basis what are things to watch out for do's and don'ts stuff like that so that anybody who's using it right now is like oh i gotta buy this plugin or avoid this you know for I guidance i don't really want to use chat gpt for like personal use honestly uh like mm. i would use it to write maybe write content for for pages but as far as like uh uh i don't i honestly i don't I just, maybe i just don't want ai to to learn me i guess like oh, learn yeah. who i am like personally uh it could be uh a, a, a skepticism on my part and maybe it's nothing but uh <laughs> <laughs> and there is something to that though i mean i feel like when i ask a question to like chat gbt yeah. i'm kind of like you know, I'm like, I think you're learning how I'm learning, and that's kind of scary to me, uh, right? Like, so, so is the ch- is like, you know, GPT sitting there being like, you know what? So web designers like him ask questions like this, mm-hmm. so I can undercut him by doing this. You know, it's like you're almost you're revealing too much, right? Like because it learns. Yeah, it learns. I, I had a friend that he he told me he went he was just testing it out, but he actually was trying to use GPT as a therapist for a little bit. Uh-huh. He had a whole uh, thing open where he's like sharing personal things about oh, wow. his life and seeing what it comes up with, and that just made me feel real weird. Of like, you know, there's there's this old I forgot. There's like a famous. Um, author it says that someone on youtube is going to shout it out probably but when you stare into the abyss the abyss stares back and i think like there's something to that when you stare into the darkness when you stare into the ai the ai is also staring back at you yeah a human is easier to handle you know when you talk to somebody you ask them questions Mm -hmm. and whatever you know what they are capable of doing ai you have no idea it's like it's new it's uh yeah. yeah, and it, it's incredible, but yeah, it's a it's a scary thing. So so I um so I guess in web design, what what's cool? What's cool in web design? I mean, what what do you think is like? What catches your eye now when you see like a website that you're like you're kind of drawn to that you're like you know that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, I think you might stop me, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it? kind of a hard question to answer. Yeah, yeah uh, especially after when when we came in and you're like, you guys spiked me again about like um, web design and hyped me up and stuff, and now I'm like, yeah, the future is like very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, even if I was asked that question myself, it, it's hard. It's a hard, you know, I think motion, things like that, you know, I, I'm very interested to see like VR, you know, and augmented reality. Oh, and, like, yeah. Does that play a part, right? Do we need it? Should we start to learn? I had a friend the other day, and I, I can't name the code, but he sent me a, a whole uh, framework that they've developed now that's that's all about taking the code you have and implementing it into a 3D graphic surface so you it's like you know you would take your javascript html Uh and then it's like taking that code and then actually creating those 3d creating the 3d visual for like an augmented reality oh wow so you know and i started to look into it and it's funny man me going from art school i start to look into that and i just get a headache immediately it just like when i when i go deep into that but you know so i think that kind of interests me right do we become environment designers does the websites break from like the screen into the world yeah, you know what? Because there, there is um, VR is getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I, I could be old school, but I still, I still use, uh, I still just browse, browse during that a lot mm-hmm. from, uh, from a desktop computer. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess phone will be number two. Yeah. And uh, tablet is a distant third in there. Um, you know. Uh, you said what what about websites stick out to me yeah i guess so yeah what excites you is there anything you've seen recently they were like whoa what the heck that's awesome Mm, you know what i look every time i look on 
freaking Apple's website. They they also mm. they always have some really cool effects. As you're scrolling down, yeah, the parallax like, stuff. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's, just, it's different parallax. It's just it's I don't know how to describe it, but they uh, they're just take a look at the Apple site, scroll down, and you'll see like uh, the newest technology on their side. Yeah, yeah, you got things fading. What, what's really interesting to me about the, the kind of the newer websites because so for a long time the Apple websites they've always you know they've had the kind of floating elements uh-huh. as you scroll or like it'll rotate slightly. Yeah. But what's crazy now is they'll have it like the element rotating as a video is playing and stuff on the rotating element and uh-huh. stuff, and I'm like. Wait a minute. How did you have like an iframe of a video that's now turning in 3D space? I'm like, what? So, but it's like subtle too. So I, I agree. It's like Apple's like a good, like, it's like cutting edge, like website coding. Yeah, <laughs> cutting edge website coding, but it's not over the top, right? It's like the yeah. subtle effects uh-huh. all over, which is which is really cool because I know I run into that, man. When when you like get me going, you know, when I learn CSS animations or when I learn, yeah. you know, Lottie animations, when I learn these things, I'm I'm dangerous. Where I'm like, let's put sparkles all over it, let's blow it up. <laughs> You're right. CSS animations are really cool to me. I actually like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll still use it once in a while. Some people, some developers will poo poo it, but I'm like, no, nah, man. There's some cool stuff there still. <laughs> yeah, for instance, like on on my site, Mr. Tech com. I have a phone next to the computer. I mean, I have a phone a phone icon next to uh, my company phone number. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the desktop, it doesn't move, but if you as you shrink it and you go to like a you go to a, a mobile uh, screen size, mm-hmm. the phone constantly vibrates. Oh, so it's like jiggling. Yeah, it jiggles. Yeah, it jiggles via the. the, the doesn't do, do it here too? Oh no, that'll be the desktop version. So you won't be able to see it there. You'll, um, uh, yeah, it would only be on the phone that it kind of does a little, a little see, jiggle. Yeah. Oh, since we're being filmed, let's see if I can pull this thing up here. Yeah, let's see. Here. This is, but I like your website. It's pretty cool. You got like five star reviews and everything. The I whole know. nine yards, yeah. Google and everything. Yeah. So I don't know if it, can that be seen on there? Yeah, give it, give it to me. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Shut up. So let, let me actually switch back here. So whoop. Uh, oh yeah, that, it's jiggling. You got that jiggle? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Got some phone jiggle. Yeah, I love it. So I, lo- so I <laughs> like the cute de- Yeah, cute de- uh, details. It's the little things, right? It's like the little things that surprise you, right? Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I've been saying a lot more is like inspire joy. That's what I always kind of tell clients is like, you know, I that's what I tell people that kind of separates me from other people is that you know some people just want to create a business website, but like my, my thing is like I want to inspire joy, and I think it's those little moments where like, oh, did that just wiggle? Oh, awesome. Yeah. You know, it's like those cool moments that, that I try to go for. Um, yeah, so with that being said, so, so you moved to St. Pete, um, which is an awesome place. I mean, how do you like being here, doing business here versus uh, like Atlanta? That's a great question, Sean, because uh, when, I, when I was in Atlanta, like almost all new businesses were coming through Google. Like I, I didn't mm-hmm. have, like, uh, like I didn't really have to. No, I didn't have to really try, but uh, we we over that before. <laughs> didn't have to try; it just happened. There's a yeah. few people yelling at the screen now. What? I'm trying so hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not lying. There's client. There were clients that just called me up, and they were trying to convince me to do business with them. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure about that. Just uh, somebody else will do it. Yeah, but when I moved to St. Pete, so I, you know, the St. Pete doesn't have. Um, the same like uh, it doesn't get attract the same amount of business I guess it's not as big as a of a business city as Atlanta oh yeah but what it's different though so mm-hmm. so now I've gotten Mr. Technique to where it's attracting just about as much business as Atlanta but it's in a different way mm-hmm. so like it in St. Pete it's about it's about the relationships that you that you have so that's why in the beginning I wasn't getting so much like business 
in St. Pete because I didn't know anybody. I moved to this town where I, yeah. I moved to a city where I didn't know anybody. Right. And so I did things like join the chamber to meet some people. And mm-hmm. then I, 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 my office is in Thrive and it has a, a biz, thriving business community. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no pun intended, right? Uh, we so, do it every episode. We just had yeah. one where we just waved, waved, we waved. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But so, uh, so, so through these relationships, I actually, I've gotten more clients through relationships than than Google. Google still mm-hmm. provides uh, some some leads, but by far is it is is uh, through personal relationships, that's through yeah. business relationships that I've established. You know, St. Pete's kind of a special place for that. You know, so yeah. when I, I actually met this guy, it was at a meetup, a design meetup. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was about like graphic design, whatever. It wasn't. Was uh, it through meetup.com? Uh, yeah, it was through meetups. Yeah. yeah, and there was a lot, I mean, you know, there's not as many these days. It it's something I feel like post pandemic, there's some, we've talked about this, there's so much less meetups, but yeah. um, but I remember going to that meetup and um, and just how open people were. I mentioned one thing, yeah. that, you know, they had people introduce themselves and I made a little joke and then I kind of was like, yeah, I'm just trying to get into more WordPress design. At the time, yeah. I'd only done mostly print design. Uh-huh. And I remember one guy across the room was like, we need to talk. And like yeah. that guy ended up being like a big partner of mine for like two years going forward. Uh-huh. And I, it just blows my mind. I went to one meetup in this town and it just, it helped launch my entire freelance career. Oh, wow. And so I, I totally feel what you're saying here with St. Pete, Florida, um, in terms of like, there's something here where people are just really open, it seems like, you know? The people care about, uh, they want to do business with people they know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the real people aspect. It's, I think it's trust. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's it's a city, and it's like, I don't know if you, you guys been to New York, but the, the streets are gridded up there, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's huge. But, like, the streets are gridded here in New York. I like New York as well. Just smaller, though. It's a smaller city, but, man, it's just, it's a city that where you can, it's almost it has a small town feel to it like yeah i ride my bike around downtown st pete and talk mm-hmm. to people yeah we talked about that in the uber so basically we were talking in the uber about like tempo or st pete and uh-huh. like tempo is too big city like yeah. you know and it just doesn't feel right you uh-huh. know and st pete is like lovely family afternoon walk through uh-huh. the city you know yeah, I don't want to talk bad about Tampa. It's just not, it's just not <laughs> Got my, clients there? It's just, no, I, no, actually, surprisingly, I don't, actually. But, uh, but I, just, uh, I just don't want to, uh, you know, it's just not my cup of tea in yeah. Tampa. Yeah, I think people, you know, it matches for certain people. You know, I used to live in Denver, and Denver's definitely like a, a Atlanta or a Tampa-sized city, yeah. and it, it felt too big for me, for sure. I yeah. love the fact that, like, when you know every everyone kind of in your circle, and, like, uh-huh. it's so cool when you, like, walk around, you're like, wait, you know him, too? Oh, yeah. you know each other? Oh, that's awesome. And it, it is really cool. And, and I, I feel like it's never been negative here. I've always felt like everyone has this kind of positivity because they, they a lot of people moved here from somewhere else, which is interesting. Yeah, most people here are transplants. And um, I tell you what, though, the people here have uh, like uh, city pride, St. Pete pride. Like they mm-hmm. People really love St. Pete. Like yeah. they, they brag about it. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, um, so with that being said, you know, I know you're an ambassador of the chamber and yeah. things. How, how's that experience been? Um, we have a lot of people that watch this podcast that, you know, they're they're probably wondering, like, you know, what is the good of joining a thing like the chamber or joining what networking what, events yeah, or any networking group in general? Like, what's what's the benefits you saw of that? Oh, the benefits of, that I see of it is that you get to meet other, um, you know, you if, if you're an entrepreneur and you don't know anybody, it actually gives you business contacts to Mm-hmm. people to talk to maybe maybe some friends to yeah. uh, to have or to make uh, and uh, so when I first joined uh, the Chamber of Commerce honestly to be uh, honest I um, 
I joined it for for the backlink. <laughs> yeah, I, I would get because I get I get to display the I get to display a link to my chamber of commerce uh, page. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's smart. City. I like that, and I did that, <laughs> and so but I wanted to go meet people. They and I joined I joined the chamber in the middle of pandemic, so they weren't having in person meetings. So, but as soon as the first in person meeting happened, uh, I was there. Nice, and I became and I and I made some contacts, but I really didn't. I really didn't start uh, making, I guess, friends at the chamber or, or really taking the taking making full use of it until I uh, I joined the St. Pete Chamber Ambassador Program, mm, and yeah. that mm. that requires me to go and and uh, call up new members that just signed up mm-hmm. and uh, have a conversation with them, meet with them, and. At, awesome. like a, at a chamber mixer uh and and there to do that you have to show up to like monthly meetings and, mm-hmm. and i do that and it's, it's once once a month and i made some really good contacts some friends uh who've been over my house and nice nice and had some barbecues with yeah so there's something really big about that because i think we've had that uh, we've gone to like a couple connects as yeah. well here in town not necessarily chamber um like uh, st pete young professionals yeah. and stuff like that we've done and it's really interesting because it was funny the first one he went to i think he was really thrown off he thought it was almost going to be a networking thing right so yeah, yeah. so he went around kind of like well what is it you do how can i help you type of thing yeah. and people were like no 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 we're just we're just hanging out man uh-huh. and it was it's kind of that it's a newer interesting thing because i think when people think about these things it's always about like well i need prospects i need leads i need money right uh-huh. now where no man you can just make friends like that's how like all of that will come like just go to these things and start to get a community around yourself i think there's something to be said about if you uh people can tell when you're desperate, desperate. yeah 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. yeah like you know i, I don't I don't want to do that at all, but uh, yeah, you definitely don't uh, seem desperate at all. <laughs> he's like, no, nah, I don't want it. <laughs> uh, it's like opposite way. Uh, yeah, he's the opposite of desperate. <laughs> we need less work. Yeah, so, no, because I I remember I used to go to every chamber meeting. I'd tell people, I would tell like uh, the other ambassadors that uh, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need any business right now. We're good. <laughs> and, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. and they're like, whoa. Do you have a card? You're like, yeah, no more, no more. No more. <laughs> yeah. I think if I met you, you actually only had one card. I had to take a picture of it. You're like, I only have one card left. Sorry. Yeah, but, but eventually, like, I... <laughs> I end up grabbing. I end up getting a client in there. But it's not. Honestly, it's not the main purpose why I joined the chamber. Actually, I joined it for, mm-hmm. for the connections and and eventually, the business will come. But if it doesn't, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. well it's again, it's about putting out that positivity. Yeah. Right? It'll come back, right? Uh huh. Um, yeah. So I guess. Um, yeah, we're probably getting up close yep. to time. I'm sure. So, so to tell people out there, I guess, um, so they can find you, Mister Technique. I, what kind of, um, you know, for any of our our people, like, what are kind of the clients that you're looking for? Are you looking for new clients, or you just kind of want yeah, people to follow yeah, you so, there? Or? So I take I take a client. Uh, I take about one client a month. Actually, that's probably the most I'll take is one client per month. Mm-hmm. Um, okay type of clients i mean you probably shouldn't be a starting business with no with no budget you've got to have, <laughs> basically 80 for yeah everybody. i don't want to do i'm not there for to do pro bono stuff uh, good we but, love those answers around here <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, clients that actually have an established budget you know if you can spend somewhere around five hundred thousand a month uh i mean even less than that but just not where you're where you're trying to get by with spending like i don't know 25 dollars 
a year or something. So that's not yeah. Gonna uh, yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and I guess um, yeah, and so obviously go there to to see your blog post. Are you posting on LinkedIn anywhere else? Is there other places to kind of see? Yeah, I actually have a question for that. You do yeah. a video at all for promo stuff or anything like that? You know, surprisingly, Fritz, I don't do that much video. I have one video, and I, I need I actually need to remake it. Maybe I'll have you. Do it, Fritz, <laughs> yeah. so I got like, you. So yeah, you got me, man. So like, and I. <laughs> Uh, I had had a, a video done on freaking, you know, this this will make you, this will probably make you cringe just like we cringe when we mentioned Canva or Wix. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, I had a video made on Fiverr, you know. It's like, oh, see, yeah. You know, people who say people get stuff done on Fiverr, like, usually people frown on. I mean, yeah. for good reason. <laughs> it can be good and bad because, like, I had, like, the intro was, like, um, from my other podcast. Yeah. It's from Fiverr, and it's uh-huh. really good. There's good creatives on there. Uh-huh. But it's, like, you really have to, like, source multiple creatives yeah. and then combine it into one good project. Otherwise, it's, like, you get just, like, a slideshow, and this is now my new website introduction video <laughs> or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I need to update that video, like, just um, an intro video of Mr. Technique. Uh so uh yeah well yeah and maybe we'll have more video content here you know it'd be cool to do some deep dives with you too i know here we kind of just touch the surface and stuff but but it'd be cool it'd be cool to learn more i know there's so much you know out there people don't understand even google they don't understand yeah. seo they don't understand like how to set up these things they don't understand seo at all and when they're telling about seo it's just kind of like the eyes glaze over and mm-hmm. uh, yeah and it's something that i know we've talked about that you have to know it does even if you're an illustrator or a painter you really should understand seo yeah. at least on a basic level yeah basic level yeah. Yeah. yeah unless like the content is so good that it's like automatically gets shared because it's like the most viral whatever uh-huh. but mm-hmm. it's impossible to create on a consistent basis like it's yeah yeah well yeah, this first, has been great yeah. man oh go ahead no i was like first you i mean you dabbled in yeah. youtube like seo and yeah it had some good success yeah the, the good thing is like it's passive views and passive views pay if Uh you have affiliate money on there and you get like ads and stuff and that is a that's where i'm like oh you can leverage like your portfolio to like i like this can i make a review (laughs) yeah that's kind of what i'm doing so it's like but on the side (laughs) (laughs) on the side of other side things (laughs) this amazing podcast yeah um well awesome well it's been it's been great talking to you man we'll um yeah we'll get you on probably a few more times man Um, fantastic there's so much more to talk about but um yeah i'm glad uh, i'm glad you got out of prison man i'm really happy for you (laughs) me too i'm glad i'm glad i'm not in jail anymore (laughs) how many years was that actually i worked in the jail for about uh a year and a half or so Mm. Oh yeah! On that note, what are the crazy stories yeah. that you have from there? We need to, <laughs> we need to hear. We we need them views. I'm yeah, we'll kidding. wrap up with a good crazy story. <laughs> oh man, um, oh, crazy story. Okay, wow. Uh, this is going to even. This is going to blow your mind even more. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> uh, so, so long, long time ago, like I used to. Um, I used to be like a part-time professional boxer. So okay, I uh, so I had uh, I was I was fighting on ESPN, and it was a, it was a Saturday, it was a, it was like a, it was a Friday night, so Friday night fights, and uh, and I I couldn't get the night off. <laughs> I was like, I asked everybody, I said, "Can you give me a night off?" And they said no, and I had to, I had to swap with somebody uh, that day, and so I so. Uh, that person worked for me when I got I got to go fight that night, and you know it was funny. I was nervous for my first first uh, fight on ESPN, and then, yeah. was, and then it was uh, I was fighting against an ex not ex inmate, not from the same jail, but uh, <laughs> someone from prison. Well, 
Well, I, I've, I learned. I, I beat the guy, and surprisingly, you know, it was, it was like uh, it was it was a quick it was a quick knockout. It's like thirty seven seconds. And Damn. So, okay. So dangerous. So when I went back. Uh, so I went. I went back to jail. <laughs> I went back to work. I'm sorry to work at the jail the next day. And well, you know they. They didn't let me have the day off, but they didn't mind televising my fight to the, all the inmates <laughs> in the jail. Oh my god! So, so I had to work. I had to work uh, a cell, a cell block or a cell pod the next morning. And, and I, everybody's go, I go in there and they're giving me like a high five. I mean, they're like giving me an applause, the slow clap. I, they're giving me. I mean, I got warm welcome, and I was like, "All right, guys, so stand funny. up for roll call, man." Like, yeah, you got the prison cred. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so they they televised my fight <laughs> in front of these people, man. But well, you're such it. a nice looking guy. I'm sure you're just like you looked so nice. They're like that guy, that guy. Whoa, oh my God, yeah. thirty seconds. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was probably the weirdest story there. Well, yeah, that's that, a that's a good story. Yeah, I like that. That's one. not bad. At all. I didn't see that coming at all. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's super awesome. How do you casually box on ESPN? How? I mean, I I'd been. Well, that's the whole other story. <laughs> yeah, we may have to wait for another podcast yeah. for that one. Yeah, yeah, we're kind yeah. of running out of how time. How we learned yeah. how to web code while boxing. I've <laughs> uh, been boxing for uh, years before that, so uh, and it was like the beginning of my professional career at the time. But, I love uh, cool. it. Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, and I just want to say this is like it's cool when you hear people's stories and all the weird stuff they did, right? Like I was a driving instructor for a while. I was like, <laughs> you know, we all did weird stuff that we don't do now. A driving so. instructor? Yeah, I was, a, I was a straight up driving instructor. Guy with the clipboard in the seat next. <laughs> I to can the, see that. I can yeah, see that. I, I was like, yeah. you're teaching people how to drive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, we taught kids. I taught blind kids how to drive. What? I, Whoa. Mm -hmm. How I, is that possible? Um, uh, a look and feel. A lot of it's it's pretty crazy. There's there's a whole process. To, we'd have them out on a course with like with like cones and everything. We'd put them in skids. I'd actually put their car in a skid, blind kids. And we'd even have kids with like one arm. We'd teach them how to drive with like a knob. It was crazy. Blind? You, not seeing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, not seeing. We had the school of the deaf oh. and the blind. They would bring the kids out. And it was cool because the kids were like jazz because they never got to drive. So they were, you know, I even taught Porsche race car drivers how to, we would do like skids with them and their Porsche race cars. It was, yeah, that's a pretty interesting job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've all had these weird backgrounds, yeah, right? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's really cool. Well, thanks, Tom. Thanks for coming on. You're hey, awesome. Thank it's, you, Sean. Thank yeah. you, Fritz. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> we're definitely going to have you yeah. on again. You have a lot of stories to tell. So we're going to get to even more next time. <laughs> yeah. You got some social media to shout out? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, per, uh, not personally, like the the Mr. Technique uh, Instagram is at Instagram uh, dot com forward slash mr period technique, and then and then if you go to Facebook, uh, Facebook dot com forward slash mr technique. That's good. And same thing with Twitter slash X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a quick hot take on that. <laughs> the, uh, I, I don't really use Twitter so much now. It's uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, no one really has a hot take on it. That's yeah. the funny part. Yeah, it's like, it's fine. That Everyone's it like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thank you again, man. Thank you, everybody, for watching. I'm yeah. definitely following him. Really cool web design guy. Um, very humble, as you can see. Yeah. But, but yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely have you on again, man. So thank All you. Right. I appreciate you guys. Have a good one, guys.